0: Welcome to The Benny Show. Happy Monday. It's September 25th, 2023. Has September seemed like it's flown by? Holy smokes. I mean, I know I've had another kid and everything, but like, has September seemed like it's flown by? Jeez. Washington Post ABC poll shows Trump takes commanding 10-point lead over Biden. GOP predicts Biden's organized crime ring received $50 million. Impeachment starts this week. And the impeachment maestro, reporter Julie Kelly, will be joining the program. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. Joe Biden is a complete corrupt jackal, and he is trying to destroy America, and he is trying to destroy your savings. Clearly, I I just saw a poll that says that people making $150,000 a year in America feel like they're living paycheck to paycheck and are putting everything on credit cards. Huh? What? What? Wait, huh? That's insane. It's insane. You got to get off the fiat currency. At least a little bit. At least a little bit. I trust gold. My friends at Allegiance Gold can help you out. Allegiance Gold is how I protect my future, ladies and gentlemen, by diversifying a little bit into precious metals... Allegiance Gold can help help protect your IRA and 401k. You should trust the best. Get up to $5,000 with free silver on a qualifying purchase when you visit protectwithbenny.com today. Give them a call at 844-66-BENNY. Don't let Joe Biden destroy everything you have earned. Go gold today. Visit protectwithbenny.com. Baby, we got a salty show for you. I hope you got your salt shakers out. The salt must flow. It shall flow and this was the worst weekend in joe biden's entire life there's there's never been a worse weekend for joe biden okay and we we've proven to you time and time again that joe biden didn't even care that much when a horrific tragic car accident uh took the life of his wife and his, his, his like he used his kids as props in the hospital joe biden is a cravenous evil man who cares only about one thing which is power he cares only about one thing, which is his own political trajectory. And his political trajectory collapsed this weekend with a number of horrific signs. Abandon all hope, ye who enter here. Joe Biden is now down 10 points, according to what poll? The Alex Jones Infowars poll, sponsored by masculine Crowbone milk? Nope. The Washington Post ABC poll. That's right, a leftist lib poll that effectively over-indexes for uh, Democrats. Th- cause bro- polling is broken, right? If, if you were to get a phone call right now and someone's like, Hello, my name is Steven, I'm from CNN. I'd like to ask you a few questions, the Mr. Republican man. Would you be like, Shut up, fad click! Right? Probably. That's what I'd do. Or, you know, give them a piece of your mind. Y- you certainly wouldn't, like, play game, play ball with them. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why these polls, if they show that Donald Trump is up 10 points, that means Donald Trump's up like 20 points because they they don't poll Republicans correctly. A reminder that on the day that Donald Trump won the presidency in 2016, the Washington Post ran a poll on the front of their A1 section saying that Donald Trump has a 0% chance of becoming president. This same Washington Post is now saying Joe Biden's polling disaster. President now with massive 10 points behind Trump following a week of embarrassing gaffes, United Nations and Congressional Black Caucus disasters. 10 points. A 10 point behind Trump. That's a landslide. That's a a landslide. It's even worse. With independents, Joe Biden is down 13 points. Donald Trump is up 13 points. This shows one absolute definitive effective truth in American society is that the psyops do not work on us. We are too smart. We have too many uh, avenues to get real information and real news from. It doesn't work. Your whole like Bidenomics push, everything's going great. It hasn't worked. It's all falling to pieces. Americans understand that when our grocery bills have tripled or quintupled, when our gas prices are $4 a gallon, when no one can afford, no young people can afford homes, when our dollar is worth less than it's ever been, and when all of our money is not going to fund homeless veterans on our streets, but going to pay for Ukrainian farmers and civil service agents. Do you know that's where like the money that we're sending to Ukraine, 60 Minutes had a, we can't play it because it's copyright, but 60 Minutes has big expose this weekend on how we're not just paying for military in Ukraine, we're paying for their public services. We're paying their farmers. We're buying seeds for their farmers. We're, like, we're, we're funding the entire Ukrainian economy. It's all 100% propped up by America. Get our veterans sleep on the streets and eat out of trash cans. Military fam- families can't find uh, decent or affordable housing in this country. It is infuriating to people. And now the inflection point and the revenge point is officially here, ladies and gentlemen. Check this out. Here's the official poll. Donald Trump... If the election were today, winning in a 40-state landslide. Watch.
1: So this poll caught our eye, and it it's going to get a lot of attention, and it's going to rattle a lot of cages, because it's uh, from the Washington Post, and it's Washington Post ABC. Look at that number. There's two wow. reasons. I mean, first of all, that's Trump above water at 52 percent. Yes. It's a huge number. That's a 10-point lead. If the election were held today, who would you vote for? 52% Trump, 42% Joe. Uh, that's after the indictments. That's after the first debate. That is a huge number, and that's going to a lot of people. And that's going to be splashed across the pages of the Washington Post.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment we have been telling you for a very long time. You cannot hold back the forces of failure inside of this country, and everyone's seeing it. Insane stories from this weekend. For instance, Voldemort Zelensky and Justin Trudeau in Parliament are honoring Nazis in Canada. Nobody likes that. We're going to get to that story in a, a moment. But, like, the, the people are beginning to see this. There's a Border Patrol agent who was, like, left-bloodied and had, like, the word "Rata" rat carved on his forehead. That's breaking this morning. The border is just an absolute unmitigated disaster. Who knows how many terrorists we've allowed into this country. Guys, things aren't going well, and people the American public, they're not stupid. They see it. They understand it. They feel it. These are flashing red lights. Even CNN is now officially hitting the nuclear panic button. Watch. If you're the Biden team, you're not feeling too great about those polls. Yeah, and I i actually don't think it's the head-to-head horse race number that concerns them the most. I think it's some of the numbers under uh, underneath. Yeah. I mean, he is— uh, his approval rating on the economy is dismal. His approval rating on immigration is dismal. He's got some of the highest disapproval that uh, has been
1: recorded at this point for presidents uh, in in modern history. And there are pieces of his own coalition that are not where they should be. Republicans have an enthusiasm advantage.
0: So there are a lot of red lights yes. like going off every which way in, in every poll that they see. This is a reelect for the Biden team
1: that is going to be uphill
0: yeah oh yeah uh this is going to be a disaster what do they have planned for this disaster i mean that's the thing that we're going to be watching out for what special little thing are they planning on slipping in at the very last minute what little scam do they have next that they're going to try uh how are they going to psyop the american people i don't think it's going to work because people know what the price of eggs milk and butter are people know what the price of gas are People know what their mortgage rates are. And that's why 72% of Americans are dissatisfied with Biden's economy, according to an NBC news poll.
1: Huh? What? There's just this simple question of job approval. Barely 40 percent approve of Joe Biden's performance.
2: And we have to note 56 percent. That's the highest disapproval rating for President Biden since he took office. That's significant.
1: Yes. So let's take a look at what's driving that too here in one big area. No surprise. It is the economy. Look at this contrast. This is April of 21 months after Biden took office. Nearly half the country was satisfied with where the economy was then. Now, barely one in four Americans satisfied with the economy.
0: So there is a issue that Democrats have. And obviously this is why the, there is effectively zero border control inside of our country. The issue is that it doesn't really, ma- as much as Democrats want to make it about the color of your skin, it doesn't really matter. The an interesting thing about a collapsing economy is that it affects all people equally. Now, Democrats of course have over indexing on the black and Latino vote. Latinos tend to be split a little more evenly, but the black vote is like 90% Democrat. Black vote went 90% for Joe Biden. And so when you begin to erode or lose that vote, you can't, you can't, you can't, the system can't take it, right? The white, the white vote predominantly goes to Republicans. The black vote in, in this like little mess this like coalition that they're trying to like build there, the coalition of the dispossessed, right? Victimhood coalition. Uh, The Obama coalition where you just effectively abandon working class whites and then you try to cobble together sort of this brand new uh, coalition of the Democrat Party. If you lose percentage points there, if Latinos start voting like 50-50 Republican Democrat, as white voters did actually for the majority of the American electorate history, if you lose small percentages in those demographic groups, then you lose in landslides. If you say you get, like, say, 75% of the black vote, Democrats lose in landslides. These are the real panic buttons that they're hitting. This is the stuff that really, like, sends them uh, flying over the cliff. Watch.
2: This, as our new poll shows the president's approval among black voters is down 17 points since the first year of his presidency. Mr. Biden is also down by double digits among Latinos, voters without a college degree and independence. And as we mentioned, 59% of Democratic primary voters tell us they want to see a challenger to President Biden.
0: They want to see a challenger. So Democrats are saying, uh, uh, can we send this order back, please? The fries are soggy. And he has diaper rash. We are done with this guy. We're done. Democrats are saying now that they are looking for an alternative to Joe Biden. Expect that to be something that we cover quite a bit on this program. Something is amiss. I don't know what it is. Guys, I don't know what it is. But something is amiss. They're gonna pull the old switcheroo. I know it. I know I can sense it in my bones. And you have Democrats saying that they're planning on running against Joe Biden, actually. Now, like elected Democrats. Of course, you have Robert uh, Kennedy Jr. who's running. And we think he's great. We've invited him on the show. Like, come on the show. You know, talk for speak for yourself. Uh, we think he makes a lot of great points on a lot of different things. Cornell West is running against Joe Biden. There are now elected members of Democrats in the House that plan on running against Joe Biden. And why is that? Well, because according to ABC, Americans overwhelmingly say that they are not feeling good about the economy and that the president is to blame. 30 percent approve of Joe Biden's performance, a career low.
3: Americans overwhelmingly say they are not feeling good about the economy and that the president is to blame. Just 30% approve of his performance on the economy, a career low, largely dragged down by pocketbook issues for families, like food prices that have risen 4.3% since last year. Our poll showing more than 9 in 10 Americans rating them negatively. Voters across the country telling ABC News they are frustrated.
4: It costs a lot more to buy a loaf of bread these days. We're all trying to survive. We can't even work two jobs at this point and try to make it. I don't think that anybody is
0: really paying attention to the working man. This is why people are so furious with Oprah and The Rock. We've done like so many stories on this. Oprah and The Rock coming forward and being like, uh, hey, yo, give us money so that we can funnel it through our entertainment industry fund and give it to Maui so we can make our, we can make the, the Hawaiian paradise island that we are the biggest landowners on, we can make it nice because we want to go vacation there again. Th- this is why people are so repulsed by that. The, the, the disconnect between the elite, between the top 1%. Between the ruling class and the average American, and you're you're talking like people who make $150,000 a year, according to CNBC, are like unable to get by. You're reaching crisis levels here, and they're blaming Bidenomics. According to that same Washington Post-ABC poll, people are not buying the Bidenomics messaging. 74% of the country, that's three quarters of America, say the economy is either not good or downright poor. Watch.
1: When you when you dive into the big questions around the economy, we know President Biden has been out there trying to make the case. Unemployment is low. Uh, He's been talking about how inflation has been easing, but people aren't buying it. You covered some of the reasons why gas prices, uh, food prices, grocery prices and the like right now on the big picture on the economy. Seventy four percent of the country thats about three quarters of Americans who say the economy is either not so good or
0: downright poor. Hmm. Hmm. Well, why could that be? Is that because of right, right wing? Is that because of the right wing smears that the the the, 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 the right wing conspiracy theories coordinated to dirt? Why are your voters turning against you? Because of you, man. Because of you, Trump handed you the Trump handed you the best economy in American history, and people remember this. People remember this. Hey, Alex, can we grab that footage of the people waiting in line for the Trump rally today? There, there, there's a line, I think Trump's giving a speech in South Carolina or North Carolina. There's like a, the speech doesn't go on till like 3 p.m., which means Trump won't take the stage till 5 p.m. And there, the entire town has been lined up since before the sunrise. People are now going, you're gonna reach an inflection point where you just simply can't stop them. And maybe this is the weekend where that happened. Maybe. We'll see this week. Again, we have a Republican debate. We have Donald Trump giving uh, uh, a speech, a during that debate in detroit to the auto workers joe biden this shows you exactly how much diaper rash joe biden has joe biden is hit the like joe biden freaked out that donald trump was gonna give a speech to the auto workers and joe biden now is gonna come in a day before so donald trump's gonna do it on wednesday joe biden's gonna fly in air force one a day before to give this give a speech to like cut in under trump (laughs) but joe biden has no time to go to east palestine when Joe Biden goes to Maui, he makes jokes about how hot it is to the firefighters and then st- tells everyone that he's the victim of the real fires. We'll be following this closely. Trust me. That happens tomorrow. Joe Biden flies in. Man, this is how much small dick energy Joe Biden has. I, th- he, like he has to. Donald Trump is so running this race right now. The white. The Joe Biden with Air Force One and the military and an entire like every Joe Biden, he's in complete control of everything, right? He has to fly in his plastic hair and plastic teeth on fire because Donald Trump is going to give a campaign speech and he has to try and like kick the stool out from under him man desperation baby desperation 87 speaking of the auto workers you know fossil fuels energy gas prices pretty big deal right you know you can't even drive your car much less buy a new one if you can't afford gas. 87% of Americans, 87%, 90% of Americans have a negative view of energy prices. Gas prices and utility bill bills soar under Biden. Check it.
3: Nearly as many upset about gas and energy prices after a brutally hot summer. The national average for a gallon of unleaded gasoline this week hitting $3.88 per gallon, according to AAA, the highest level in nearly a year. We just drove
2: through California yesterday. Gas was six thirty-nine a gallon.
0: That's, that's ridiculous, in my opinion.
1: People can't afford rent.
0: So uh, is there anything like, is there anything that Joe Biden's doing? It's very interesting because I've never seen my three-year-old does this where if she doesn't want to go to bed, she'll try and distract you. Right. She'll like, she'll, she'll come up with excuses as to why she shouldn't go to bed. And so she'll try and like dangle shiny things in the corner. Like Joe Biden will bring Dylan Mulvaney to the white house. Right. Or do you remember when Joe Biden had trans day of visibility and there were a bunch of like top, there were a bunch of like topless activists standing in front of the white house, jiggling their unmentionables. Holy Moses, you know, Joe Biden going and giving whatever stupid speeches that he has on the client. Like, nope, nobody cares. It doesn't matter when your Maslow's hierarchy of needs are not being met. When you can't afford rent, food, gas, shelter, those things don't care and when you feel unsafe in your own communities. And this is the most cutting edge on this poll with a lot of sharp edges, the southern border. 23% of Americans approve of Biden's handling of the southern border, watch.
3: Authorities announcing there were more than 232,000 migrant encounters at the southern border in August, the highest monthly total this year. The president says his policies are working.
1: We put in place policies that process people in a fair and fast way.
3: But our poll shows only 23 percent approve of his handling of the situation. Another career low.
0: Oh, baby, do you know do you know any Latinos? There's a huge Cuban population here in Tampa, for instance. There's an entire section of Tampa called Ybor City. That's, like, uh, viewed as Little Havana, right? Or, like, rebuilt, uh, you know, Havana. And the architecture represents that, and the sculptures and things like that, park benches and so forth. Uh, man, I gotta tell ya, the my first day coming down to Florida, there was an anti-Castro, anti-communism parade down my street, led by the Cubans. So based. So unbelievably based. Like, the people who come to this country do not like the open border. The people who like fought to come to this country came to this country legally have been in this country they don't like the open border they don't want the open border they don't like communism they didn't escape cuba for further communism they're going to there's going to be a snapback on these policies and now you are seeing it and this is the most damning part of the point poll and I know we're spending a lot of time on this, but it's important to dissect all of it because there isn't a single good data point in this poll for Democrats. You are finally seeing the metastasized cancer that you have wrought on this country come full circle and kick you directly, squarely in the ass. Joe Biden is asked a simple, simple question, which is always the question that needs to be asked. This is why they ran so many psyops against Donald Trump. COVID. COVID. The BLM protests, Antifa, peaceful protests, Psyop, Psyop, PSYOP. They you have to give people this sense that everything is collapsing and falling to pieces, and then you can ask the question that everyone always asks at the at at, at the precipice of any major election in America, which is are you better off? This was a very, very successful question that was poised by Ronald Reagan in nineteen eighty. Are you better off? Jimmy Carter Very much uh, a reflection of Joe Biden, perhaps even making uh, Joe Biden's term, like, in comparison, make Jimmy Carter look like a good president. Sky high interest rates on mortgages, crippling economy, massive unemployment, massive unaffordability to uh, live in America, like a sense of a malaise, right? as jimmy carter would say it. jimmy carter there's this great clip of jimmy carter in a sweater being like you should really turn down your thermostats to save the climate it's good to turn down make sure that your thermostats aren't set so so high or low i think it was about heating your house right crazy stuff but you could totally see joe biden doing that and the american public we're not down we're not down with that ish The question is are you better off that's what people ask now donald trump is running again and so people remember the guy like donald trump is a feeling donald trump is like a memory that people have of full bank accounts and american prosperity returning and american greatness like sort of on the rise once more and things actually going quite well in this country things actually going pretty great in this country and so the question was asked in this poll do you feel better or worse about what's going on. Were you better off four years ago? They had to run psyops against Trump. COVID, you had to create COVID in the laboratory. Yeah, it it, it all had to, it's amazing how these things were like all, we gotta get smarter as a party. How these things were like stacked up against them, one after another, in order to create this idea that Donald Trump was like wrecking everything and destroying everything. Wherein the numbers actually belie that Donald Trump was arguably by the numbers, the best president in my lifetime. Are you better off with Joe Biden after four years?
1: Watch. These numbers are simply staggering for the sitting president. 44% of people in this poll say they are not as well off as they were at the start of the Biden administration two and a half years ago. Those are the worst numbers that we've seen in our ABC News, Washington Post polling. It's a question we've been asking going back to the Reagan administration.
0: So this is why there are people lined up up the street, down the block, around the corner, in a small town in what state? What state is it, ALX? South Carolina, Somerville, South Carolina. Check this out. This is a clip from 8.30 a.m. this morning, waiting for Donald Trump to speak at five o'clock. Watch.
3: So, have
1: a
4: good time. How are you?
3: You're sure?
1: Let's go Trump. Whoever you see a camera
0: through might wave at him. Because telling the world what's up. Woo! We love Trump. Dude, I love that guy in the uh, American flag overalls. <laughs> His command is my spirit animal. Somebody who is very much an animal. Uh, somebody who uh, acted like an animal uh, with East Palestine. I mean, acted like a deeply craven, soulless, evil force is this man named Pete Buttigieg. Now, I, I really, the East Palestine issue really hits me in the heart and the soul. I'm from the Midwest. I care about this. If you're watching from Ohio, shout out to you. Uh, this absolute monster, Pete Buttigieg, he wouldn't visit these people. He wouldn't help these people. Joe Biden still has not gone there. Buttigieg uh, arguably had the worst couple weeks of any administration official ever during the East Palestine chemical disaster, where they effectively just dropped a chemical bomb on a little town. Town just so happens to be in the Rust Belt, forgotten. Trump voters, a lot of Trump voters live there. I was there. There are Trump signs everywhere. We traveled to East Palestine, try and do some good for these people. Uh, and thank you for supporting our show because you allow us to go out and, and, and do that. P. Buttigieg was somehow inexplicably the person tapped to be dragged on TV to try and explain this this horrific slaughterhouse of a poll. Uh, tell me how do you think he did watch?
3: What do you say to the 44 percent of Americans who say they are worse off now? than they were before Biden took
0: office. Well, look, uh, we all know the economic pressure that Americans have felt uh, when the president took office, the economy was flat on its back. But we're also getting extraordinary
1: results, more than 13 million jobs created. That's more than any presidential term
0: in American history. And yes, it takes a while for people to feel the full benefits of those results, just like it's going to take a while to build all of the infrastructure that we're now underway on with the president's generational infrastructure bill but he got the bill done
1: after president after president congress after congress couldn't make it happen he did we're getting the results on the economy
0: oh it's gonna just take a while <laughs> got it okay got it hey uh honey why is the credit card bill so high we don't have this amount of money in our bank account oh honey uh, sweetheart like wait till you see the results they're gonna take a while but really, my new Peloton, uh, and my new vacuum cleaner, and the new jam jar set that I ordered, it's, it, the results are going to take a while. You're going to see the effects, though, soon. You really will. You'll see them. It's worth it. They're such frauds. I love this headline from The Federalist. Poll shows that Democrat campaign strategy of indicting political opponents is backfiring horribly. Good. Yes, that is the major takeaway here, is that the more you indict Donald Trump, the more popular he gets. That's why we have his mugshot hanging in our, in our studio. Jerry, can we go to the wide shot? Show us that sweet Trump mugshot. Oh, it's the taking the... Oh, by the way, uh, Royce is off this week. Rolls Royce is out this week. Take the article off the screen, Jerry. There you go. There you go. And Mr. Jerry Buss... Is managing our show uh, right now as our as our in studio uh, director, and so big shout outs to Jerry. I know a lot of people uh, on. I know Jerry has a cult following in the YouTube comment section. So shout out, shout out to Jerry who's filling in this week as Rolls Royce is out on a uh, a much deserved uh, little sabbatical. Democrat. Representative says he is considering a run against Biden after disastrous poll had him 10 points behind Trump. That's right, Democrat congressman could shake up the 2024 cycle after voicing the possibility of launching a bid against Joe Biden following disastrous polling. Dean Phillips, Democrat in Minnesota, says he's thinking about taking on Biden, has yet to face a serious challenge from his own party despite his age and unpopularity. So Dean Phillips of Minnesota, big democrat stronghold there is potentially going to jump in i'm thinking about it i haven't ruled it out says the three-term congressman hot damn now the reason that joe biden is president is of course because he's a member of a marxist party that has uh in the words of donald trump schlonged the people that they don't want to be their party's nominee whether that be hillary clinton Donald Trump said Hillary Clinton got schlonged by Barack Obama. (laughs) An all-time great quote from Trump. Uh, Or Bernie Sanders, who they screwed, like, multiple times. I mean, they just absolutely destroyed Bernie Sanders. Gave him a couple of houses uh, as a uh, severance uh, present for stealing, stealing the nomination from him, which is exactly what they did. And how they do that? With the help of a guy named James Clyburn in South Carolina. Uh, James Clyburn, though, is... Not answering very forthrightly when it comes to the future of the party, especially when it comes to Kamala Harris, who is deeply disliked among black people and deeply disliked among all people, purple people, green people, blue people, every people. Listen to Clyburn, who's the guy who straight up, you know, effectively fixed the nomination for Joe Biden by giving him the win in South Carolina when Joe Biden came in like fifth and fourth, remember that? in New Hampshire and Iowa, respectively. James Clyburn asked, uh, is Kamala Harris the future of the Democrat party? Oh, you're gonna love this one. Get out your salt shakers. Go. All
2: right, well, let's turn to Vice President Harris. Do you see her as the future of the Democratic party?
1: I see her as a part of that future, absolutely. Is I she see her. the
2: future though? Is she the future of the Democratic party? Oh, she
1: could very well be. I think she is running a very good uh, uh, campaign. Her speech last night was great, and I look to her uh, as a a successor uh, to this president. Uh, But I also know the history of that as well. Uh, It's not a given. You don't automatically move up. She'll have to compete uh, going forward with whoever may have dreams and aspirations, and I think she will acquit herself well.
2: Well, I know that you're saying you don't look at the polls too much, but our poll does show her favorability is actually lower then President Biden, and even then former President Trump.
0: <laughs> okay, so we went out, there's the largest black fraternity in America was in Tampa. And we went out and we asked them about Kamala Harris. It was great. I We should try and see if we can't pull a clip from that. I think we have like a pretty funny clip from that. We went out and we asked like, hey, yo, uh, what's, what's your favorite thing Kamala Harris has done? And everyone's like, I don't know, man. I gotta get out of here, and that's what black voters are saying across the country. Black voter voters are flaming Biden and Kamala. Check it out.
1: Two of the great artists of our time, representing the groundbreaking legacy of hip hop in America, LLJ, Cool J. Uh, by the way, that boy's got, that got, man's got biceps bigger than my thighs.
3: Donisha, really quickly, was this was this offensive to you? Absolutely. I mean it's 2023 it's very unacceptable to, to speak and use that language I'm referring to my community um he he should know better by now so I was very really upset about that and then Chris what did you make of, of those comments
4: yeah um, I just feel like this is just like another
1: example of you know how Biden truly feels about the black community you know this is the first time you referred to a black man as a, a boy it's most likely not going to be the last one and it kind of goes back to the whole if you don't vote for me you know you're black he has just like you're not black, excuse me. He has this, like, you know, slave master mentality. I feel like I feel like he doesn't really care what he says because he knows the majority of black people are still going to vote for him. I mean, even I was foolish enough to do so uh, back then, but uh, thank God I learned from that awful mistake.
3: Yeah, I believe what you you told our producers was you learned your lesson, uh, Darnisha, Chris.
0: Yeah, uh, okay, I'm sorry. I sort of buried the lead there. So Joe Biden is saying that. Cool LLJ, or however he miss it. <laughs> cool J LLJ. This boy, this boy, this is, I'm quoting Joe Biden. This boy has arms bigger than my thighs, man. Well, we've seen Joe Biden's thighs in his uh, creepy beach photos where Joe Biden is, uh, not wearing any clothing and i guess clearly transitioning based on the side of his man boobs and uh yeah that's not really a huge compliment not really a great compliment but also like what a what a weird thing to do like what a old-timey racist thing to do right like call a call a black person boy and then comment on his physique like joe biden is just an old-timey racist that's just that's just all that that's just how it boils down. Remember, this is the same guy. The story of Corn Pop, as hilarious as it is, is a story about Joe Biden telling a black guy that he has too much pomade in his hair, and then calling him a racial stereotype, like a sexist, gendered racial stereotype, Esther, and then going and getting a chain and a razor blade to go kill the guy. That's the story. This is the story of Corn Pop. It's pretty dark. Pretty dark. Maybe that's why black people respond like this when you ask them, hey, how's um the Biden regime doing? Go. Any do favorite Kamala Harris quotes? No, child know any. No. Kamala Harris quotes? Don't know
4: Sorry. So. When we talk about the children of the community, they are a children of the community.
0: What is your favorite Kamala Harris quote?
1: Don't
4: have one you need to get to go. I need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home
0: Stop it Get some help. Do you have a favorite Kamala Harris accomplishment? Kamala Harris accomplishment. You know what if I would have known of one then I would have thought of one
2: I just love the idea of Exploring the unknown.
0: What is your favorite Kamala Harris accomplishment? Favorite? I'm not sure that's okay. Uh, she wasn't. Uh... What's your favorite Kamala Harris accomplishment? Oh no! Favorite? No. Come on, she's vice president. <laughs> oh, we just love doing those men on the streets. We'll be doing a lot more of that. We'll be doing a lot more of that in the future. Everyone seems to like those quite a bit if you wish to follow us in the future make sure that you have dependable cell phone coverage and dependable service make sure that you are using patriot mobile patriot mobile is a cell phone service that we use on this program and on this channel we travel the country do man on the streets like that and we want to stay connected all over the place where we go we just came back from the middle of the desert we have plans to go back to the middle of the desert uh actually in the month of october and we have a bunch of wild stuff the what we're gonna release this weekend is gonna blow your mind. This weekend, we're gonna start a series called Trump Cribs, where we're gonna be where we're gonna be showing you Trump's dopest cribs, and it's gonna be amazing. Anyway, we traveled to the very top of Trump Tower in Chicago. We still had service. Why? Because we use Patriot Mobile. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Benny or call 878 Patriot to get free activation today when you use the offer code Benny. This is the most dependable nationwide coverage you can find without supporting. Woke companies that hate you. Support free speech. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Ladies and gentlemen, the GOP and the impeachment of Joe Biden begins this week. We will be live for the impeachment. It is at 10 a.m. starting on Thursday morning. We will be live with commentary, experts, uh, and clips of the night before, which will, of course, be the GOP debates and Donald Trump's speech. We're going to be bringing it all to you, baby. We will be there for you. So ladies and gentlemen, we are hearing a lot of uh, rumblings about what the GOP is planning on doing, what House Republicans are planning on doing to Joe Biden. Joe Biden's organized crime ring received $50 million to $30 million more than shown. $50 million, uh, correction, $30 million more than shown. They're starting to roll this out. So Joe Biden made $50 million through corrupt foreign deals. Yo, this is gonna be some bombshell stuff. We are ready for it. Joe Biden is already a wounded Uh, beast. And this is, I think, going to officially end this man's political career. Watch.
1: Let me ask you this. Nancy Mace, who sits on your committee, uh, South Carolina Congresswoman, told me on my radio show today that she believes the Biden family alone, when all said and done, has accumulated north of $50 million. You've identified over 20 million. Do you believe that number is realistic and right? I do think it's realistic because we haven't gotten to Jim Biden yet. This subpoena for Jim Biden's personal bank records will be the first crack at at Jim Biden. Remember, Jim Biden didn't leave a laptop lying around. So uh, it's not been as easy to track his transactions, but he was probably more aggressive at shaking people down than Hunter Biden was. And we know how aggressive Hunter Biden was because he left the laptop lying around. So now well, we we're, also, we're the, getting what's to that the, message. I'll make certain right. that between the man sitting next to me, my father and every person he mm-hmm. knows, my ability to forever hold the grudge that you will regret not following my direction, which implicates his father, by the way, again. And shortly thereafter, $5 million was wired. That was another company. I didn't. Uh,
0: Jim Jordan on the impeachment inquiry. He was on our show last week. We asked him about it. Jim Jordan is gearing up. He'll be managing this impeachment inquiry. Jim Jordan says, get ready for the flamethrowers. We got him, baby. Go.
3: What are the next steps here?
1: Well, we're going to continue to dig. We're going to continue to do our constitutional duty of oversight. And as the speaker announced two weeks ago, we are now in an impeachment inquiry phase of that oversight. So we, we've got a number of witnesses at DOJ we've, we we want to depose. And David Weiss is committed to come in front of the committee on October 18th. So we look forward to that. But you can boil this. I said this in the committee. You can boil this all down to the Burisma situation. Matt was right to talk about the the, the China issue, but Burisma, I think, captures it all Because Hunter Biden gets put on the board of Burisma, gets paid a lot of money. That's fact number one. Fact number two, he wasn't qualified to be on the board. Fact number three, the Burisma executives ask him, can you help us with the pressure we are facing, the pressure we are under? Fact number four, Joe Biden gets the prosecutor fired, uses American tax dollars, leverages American tax dollars to accomplish that. The very guy who was applying the pressure on Burisma. And then what does the Garland Justice Department do? They try to sweep it all under the rug. So much so. That they allow the statute of limitations to lapse for the most serious tax uh, felonies, tax, tax concerns Hunter Biden had in 2014 and 2015. They let it lapse because those were the years that dealt with the Burisma income.
0: So we have a number of we have a number of very close sources inside of this committee and on this committee that are telling us that we're going to see some massive news drop later this week that they're going to come out swinging and they are going to come out uh, full force uh, against the Biden crime family and that they have some big bombshells, that Joe Biden will not be able to continue his political career uh, when they are done with this impeachment inquiry. Now, will that be a good thing? I mean, it looks like Joe Biden, maybe the polling is in order to demonstrate that Joe Biden could not beat Donald Trump and in order to set up a Kamala Harris, who's polling worse, or a Michelle Obama or Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom vetoed a bill in California. It's like an extremist bill that would take away children from parents who don't like affirm their gender. Gavin Newsom vetoed that. So what does that look like? Well, it looks like Gavin Newsom's running for president to me. It looks like Gavin Newsom's trying to like become a moderate to me. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a fourth IRS agent says that... D.C. and California prosecutors blocked Hunter Biden charges. So now this is, again, like 100% and totally confirmed. Now four different whistleblowers have come forward to say that the federal government themselves, the DOJ, the Biden DOJ, blocked Hunter Biden's prosecution. I mean, it, it seems like it's worth it's worth noting these things. This should be bombshell splattered across the front page of every single newspaper, every single uh, program news. But now it's just like, Now it's just par for the course. We just expect the Biden DOJ to be this corrupt. But it's good to have these whistleblowers stacking up. Speaking of whistleblowers stacking up or going missing, this from the New York Post today is very curious. Missing witness in Biden corruption probe offers dirt on Hunter FBI mole who tipped him off. Gail Luft, a fugitive missing witness of the Biden corruption investigation, has offered new evidence to the House impeachment inquiry about the FBI mole who tipped off Hunter Biden that his Chinese partners had been named in sealed indictments in 2017 Manhattan prosecutors in the Southern District of New York. So this is the Israeli professor, former Israeli Defense Force officer, who's been on the run after skipping bail in Cyprus, and he's awaiting extradition to the United States on a gun-running foreign lobbying charges. This guy is being charged with exactly what Hunter Biden did. Very interesting. But he says that there's an FBI mole named One-Eye, It's too good, not even the best script writers in Hollywood could come up with this, named One-Eye who was feeding the Bidens information and having them decouple from their communist Chinese spy masters, as they call them. Very interesting uh, subject matter and very interesting subject. We, We will be staying on this story. It's too good to be true. It makes... It makes James Bond films, actually, um, uh, look charming and naive in in the duplicity. And so uh, we will have a week of bombshells against the Bidens. You will want to stay awake. You will want to stay tuned in. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, with a newborn, it is very hard to get good sleep. With our newborn, we are having uh, some difficulties. (laughs) I mean, it's it's just how it goes. It's just newborn life. Some nights... Uh, the kid, our son, Theodore, is up every single hour. And that means my wife and I are up every single hour throughout the night. So we appreciate you having uh, patience with us this week on our depressed uh, and, and, and pretty peculiar sleep cycle. Being sleep-deprived can lead to weight gain, mood issues, poor mental health, and lower productivity. Sleeping less than six to seven hours per night is linked to reduced white blood cell count. White blood cells protect your body against illness and disease, fighting viruses, bacteria, and more. Sleep is the foundation for our mental health and physical health. Ladies and gentlemen, that is why I use Beam. Beam Dream is a powder that I take before going to bed that gives me healthy sleep. Today, my listeners can get a special discount on Beam's Dream Powder, their best-selling healthy hot cocoa for sleep with no added sugar, now available in delicious flavors like sea salt caramel, cocoa, and peanut butter. Best sleep you have ever had and has never tasted better. Please go and pick up some Dream Beam Dream Powder. Get 40% off for a limited time when you go to shopbeam.com Benny. Use the code Benny, B-E-N-N-Y, at checkout. That's B-E-A-M.com slash Benny. Use the code Benny for 40% off somebody who sent us such a wonderful present uh to help us get through these sleepless nights a big carton a big crate of ice cream actually it's pretty awesome pretty good midnight snack is the wonderful julie kelly who has some of the best journalism of course in the world but is also also a, a wonderful ice cream connoisseur julie kelly joins the show now
4: Hey Benny, congratulations. And
0: the ice. Hey, Julie. Sorry about that. We have the, the stinger here on the program. Okay. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it takes a little long. We have we have this, Julie. I want to put it up. We have the photo of my okay. kids enjoying this wonderful ice cream that you send us. Anderson's from Buffalo, oh, New York. Um, and we just want to say thank you.
4: Here's oh, the kid. Cute. This
0: is like such an awesome I just want to say thanks this arrived in this giant case we didn't know what it was but it was julie sending us all this ice cream and toppings and uh chocolate uh hot fudge sundaes and the kids just loved them so thank you julie
4: Well, you're welcome. Congratulations. And it was for the little girls there. I'm sure they enjoyed it. So did dad. I hope mom did too. Uh, My two little girls are 22 and 19. So it goes fast. And Benny, the good news is your bad sleeping will only last about another 22 years or so. So give that (laughs) to Yeah,
0: that's (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. The, yes. That it, it's, it could be kids. It could not be serious. just staring at Twitter, staring at X too long. Sometimes you just doom scroll. Doing this <laughs> this career does not, does not lend itself to great sleep. Uh, but you all. are causing somebody to have a couple of sleepless nights. You have a, <laughs> a new interesting article here uh, about Ray Epps and some uh, Ray Epps news. Uh, could you talk us through this?
4: so yes i am actually working right now today on a piece uh with some new news about ray epps and you will be shocked to learn benny that the department of justice and ray epps himself has misled the American people about his conduct on January 6th. So I'm working on that, hoping to post it tonight on Twitter and at my substack, Declassified with Julie Kelly. But the other piece, Benny, is just fact-checking what Mayor Garland claimed last week hilariously, uh, that the DOJ is fair-minded, is impartial, blind to partisan interests or political activity that simply is not true. So I break down a little bit in that piece, just based on the January 6th investigation how what Merrick Garland said is factually false and actually he should probably charge himself with perjury for saying that under oath.
0: Wow I mean so I I did really I was dying last week to ask you (laughs) to talk us through these Ray Epps charges because he's being he's being hit with a jaywalking right like chewing gum on the sidewalk kind of charge is this common for what you've seen, because you've followed the J six charging better than anyone. Like, no. what, like, is it is what they're doing with apps normal? Like, no. ba- based on what he did during January 6th?
4: No, first of all, Benny, why did it take DOJ more than thirty two months? to charge Ray Epps with anything. They said that he was cooperating with the FBI. Fine, a lot of January 6th defendants have cooperated with the FBI, consenting to voluntary interviews, even without lawyers present, letting FBI agents in, handing over their phones, handing over computers, thinking that they were helping the FBI catch the bad guys, not realizing they were the bad guys. So why is Ray Epps, and why was he told, according to his defamation lawsuit filed against Fox, why was he told in May, by the Department of Justice that he was going to be charged also a courtesy, not extended to most January 6th defendants. But here's the real issue, Benny. Number one, there's only one comparable, what's called information. So an indictment is felony charges and information is the misdemeanor version of that. There's only one information that is similar in nature to what Ray Epps has, the same charge one defendant with one uh, information. And shockingly, that individual was with the Proud Boys on January 5th and 6th, a group we know was teeming with FBI informants before and on January 6th. So the entire nature of this charge, investigation, prosecution, and plea deal, which Benny, he pleaded guilty the day after the information was filed on the court docket, They had already scheduled a Zoom plea agreement. I I haven't seen that either. A Zoom plead hearing the day after an information is filed. All of this is highly unusual, but I will be posting some uh, newly found information that I spent the weekend working on that will uh, prove that, once again, DOJ and EPS himself are not being forthcoming in the actual facts about what he did on January 6th.
0: Wow. I very much look forward to reading this piece. You say that Merrick Garland should charge himself for perjury. <laughs> do you think that mm-hmm. anyone in the House will grow a spine and actually do that? I mean, it's so blatantly obvious that this man has been lying like openly, and effective. His own his own DOJ is turning against him. His own IRS. When the IRS turns against you as a Democrat, man, you got real corruption problems.
4: And look, the Hunter Biden issue certainly on its own is enough evidence to show that Merrick Garland's DOJ is not impartial or acting in political interest. Look, who else charged with tax crimes is able to go meet with the top deputy for the deputy attorney general, Lisa Monaco, which is what Hunter Biden's legal team was able to do. No one has that sort of of high level access except Hunter Biden and his defense attorneys so so on its own the hunter biden Joe Biden, et cetera, Biden family investigation should disprove what Merrick Garland said. But beyond that, Benny, um, and this is why I'm so grateful for all your coverage of my work, it is really the nature of this January 6th investigation and prosecution that demonstrates mm. not just how um, partial and biased this DOJ is, but how dangerous and destructive what Merrick Garland, Lisa Monaco, and Matthew Graves, the DC US attorney, are doing. They are weaponizing laws like obstruction of an Official proceeding. They are dusting off ancient laws like seditious conspiracy, usually, and that has only been used against foreign terrorists tied to Al Qaeda and ISIS. Now, successfully, members of the Proud Boys and Oath Keepers have been convicted of that. Seeking, seeking terror enhancements, creating an entire new list of federal crimes of terrorism. These are just a few examples of how Merrick Garland and his DOJ are weaponizing these laws, exploiting the events of January 6th to criminalize political dissent in this country. These are legal precedents that every jurisdiction now will be able to rely on and use uh, to further punish the right and silence uh, dissent and, and political activity in this country.
0: You say punish the right, but as somebody who lived in D.C. and, like, lived this physically, and I, I, I know that you've been to D.C. many times. I don't know if you're actually living there through the summer of love, but it does seem as though, if this is now the precedent, uh, the highly violent left, the right is not violent. Like, the highly violent and seditious left that openly attacked the White House during the real insurrection on May the 20th of 2020, where the president mm-hmm. had to be taken down into a bunker, and where they breached and burned the White House. They physically burned White House property to the ground. They tried to pull down the statue of Andrew Jackson in what? front of the White House. That's how they got so close. They tried to noose around Andrew Jackson's neck, which
4: mm-hmm. is the
0: statue directly in front of the White House. Uh, th- that this could potentially be flipped around and used against anti. I mean, I can totally see this happening in Florida. Where the next time Antifa does anything, that it's like flipped around and like all 200 of them go straight to jail. I think this is happening potentially in in Georgia right now. So is is this going to be like the the, um, repercussions, unintended consequences kind of like kickback slam in the face? Because the right is not violent. It is the left who is systematic and like organizing violence.
4: Right, and you know what, Benny, that's a really frustrating thing, I think for a lot of people on the right, who wants you know J six protesters who vandalized the building or assaulted police officers to be punished accordingly? But if you look at exactly what you're talking about, the riots that went on for weeks outside of the White House, prompting the lockdown of the White House, they had to erect more fences to keep these people out of uh, the White House. They were burning things right across the street, like Saint John's Church. They were assaulting federal officers on federal property, Lafayette Square, which is public. Federal property. So, what happened in the summer of 2020, and keep in mind too, remember what happened in the fall, September of 2020, when people were leaving the White House after the speech by Donald Trump. Um, they were attacking federal lawmakers like Rand Paul and Representative Brian yes. Mast. They were encircling them, threatening them, trying to assault them and attack them. And of course, we saw that in November and December of 2020, Antifa and BLM targeting and assaulting Trump supporters who went to the two rallies in November and December. Um, None of those people face anything close to the consequences that J6ers have. In fact, the same office, Matthew Graves, that continues to round up and arrest people to this day Benny, they are trying to get over 2,000 defendants in this January 6th prosecution. That same office has dropped, and Matthew Graves admitted this to Congress earlier this year, they've dropped all the charges against Lafayette Square rioters who did worse than what J6ers did and entered a civil agreement with BLM protesters who sued Park Police and Secret Secret Service for uh, excessive force. And they actually condemned those two federal police departments for using excessive force against those rioters. The double standard, it's so egregious. Um, And so I hope that House Republicans continue this line of inquiry against Mayor Garland, Lisa Monaco, and more importantly, Matthew Graves. Uh,
0: The final question I have for you is it's not working, right? Like we had the Federalist, we had an article from the Federalist saying like the polling out this weekend on Trump proves These indictments are not working, Uh, Mm -hmm. that the American public is like repulsed by this and that the locking up of your political enemies or their movements and the criminalizing of political movements is odious to the American public. Uh, Mm -hmm. Do you think that the backfire is at hand, Julie?
4: I do. I think that this is a big reason why you see this huge disparity in The Washington Post poll over the weekend and other polls, quite frankly, is that this is backfiring. And look, whatever you think of Donald Trump, I think a lot of Americans view him as uh, the last resort to finally destroy, deconstruct this regime, uh, this targeting mm. by our national security apparatus, whether it's the CIA, whether it's the FBI, DOJ, it's a DHS, uh, that he is really the only man standing. To finally, if he wins office, to to dismantle this once and for all and hold some of these people accountable for what they've done, so I do think that that's a, a big part of it. And look, there's more is going to be coming out. And Special Counsel Jack Smith. Uh, investigation. I still expect more charges against Donald Trump for January 6th. And Mm. he still has yet to indict the six unindicted co-conspirators, including Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, and Jeffrey Clark on federal charges for January 6th. So this this ain't over yet.
0: Hmm. All right. We'll see what they have in mind. Every single time they push impeachment of Joe Biden, some new exciting some Easter egg we just found. Look at this, Donald, <laughs> Donald Trump started the Civil War. I don't know what they're gonna get, do next. I guess they have to depend on Civil War laws. If you, you'd you be knowledgeable about everything they're charging Donald Trump with and all of what's happening with Ray Epps, we cannot wait for your new article. Declassified.live is Julie's Substack. Please, ladies and gentlemen, go there, subscribe, support Julie Kelly and her work make her the most read author in America. Her work is truly profound, important, and she has incredible taste in ice cream. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the great Julie Kelly. Thank you.
4: Thanks, Bunny. Benny. Oh, Bunny, see, it's Monday. We all need sleep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and ice cream. Yeah, and that's right. cream. I literally did have a midnight snack of your ice cream. I like, I don't know. If I gain, if I gain a lot of a lot of pounds <laughs> you'll be able to see it so i did cute. have midnight snacks of your ice cream with spring That's
4: okay That's so thank right. you you deserve uh, it i'm trying to put
0: the put the baby boy down <laughs> Yep. Right. thank you julie
4: thanks God, Benny.
0: Godspeed. You too. boy uh joe biden is locking up uh his political opponents he's criminalizing free speech and free thought he's weaponizing the entire state with the fusion of corporations together to attack uh, his own citizenry. You might call that fascist. You might say Joe Biden is acting like a Nazi, right? Ooh, man, that was a fascistic regime. Well, Joe Biden's best friends are employing and applauding Nazis up in Canada. There was a massive round of applause for a SS member inside of the Canadian parliament when Zelensky visited. So Zelensky and Trudeau, uh, Joe Biden's like absolute favorite pool boys, uh were in canada in their parliament and they uh, they recognized a man who was a member of a nazi military division but he fought against russia you see in world war ii so i'll play you the clip here i mean it's breathtaking but this is the this is every politician in canada right like every powerful politician in canada is in one room together and they recognize this guy as fighting the Russians during World War II in Ukraine. Okay. Uh, hey, geniuses. How? Like, who, who, what side was Ukraine? Like, if you're fighting the Russians during World War II, what side are you on? This does, this is not hard. This is not genius-level stuff. What side are you on if you're fighting the Russians in World War II? Check it out. <laughs>
4: Zelensky's speech received at least a dozen standing ovations. There was also one for this man, a 98-year-old Ukrainian Canadian who fought for Ukrainian independence against the Russians during the Second World War.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, I, uh, I, you don't know what to say to this one. You have, it, I, there's, it's beyond, it's beyond words. They, 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 they love the current thing so much, and the current thing is to dislike Russia that they'll applaud a Nazi, a guy who systematically rounded up the Jewish people. Like 45% of the uh, Jews that died in the Holocaust were from Ukraine. So this man's evil. This man acted, uh, this man committed war crimes. His, uh, His Grenadier SS group burned villages, entire villages alive, killed thousands of innocent people inside of their homes. This man's a war criminal. And Zelensky is applauding him. Are we the baddies? What does it say about Zelensky's worldview? What does it say about, like, what Zelensky wants to do? Ukraine has a major Nazi problem. Um, this is something that was openly discussed and talked about uh, before the war broke out, and it became convenient to just ignore that. Zelensky himself, it says that the Azov Battalion, which is a Nazi battalion, still operational in Ukraine, has been integrated into the Ukrainian armed forces. So... Those are the facts, as inconvenient as they are, and now we have literal video of them applauding a war criminal Nazi who burned people alive for being disloyal to Hitler. Okay, well, we often say that we are fighting a battle between good and evil. We often say that we are fighting the spiritual battle. It's not really about Republican Democrat. It's not really about the colors of your political stripes. And it's not necessarily even about the United States of America, as much as we love this country. It's about our eternal souls. We're going to spend a lot more time in heaven or in hell than on this earth. And so we better be fighting the good fight. We better have our eyes set on the prize. And we better have our true north. We better understand, uh, as uh, uh, Americans and as people who are engaging in this fight against evil, that we're not fighting people we just disagree with. We're fighting literal evil. We're fighting actual evil. These people are applauding Nazi war criminals. They're standing up, clapping for them. Like, at what point do do you call out evil by name? Greatest trick in the book is Satan trying to convince people that he doesn't exist. Yeah, he exists and they're getting desperate. <laughs> so keep your head on a swivel and keep close at heart the truth found in the scriptures. Our verse of the day, ladies and gentlemen, is from Second Peter. For prophecy never had its origin in the will of man, but men spoke from God, and they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. We certainly don't consider ourselves prophets, but we do read the Word of God, and we learn from it. And you learn this, that the nature of evil is the same throughout all generations. Are we living in Sodom and Gomorrah? Yes, yes, we are. Do, is, does every culture sort of go the way of like this, the, the demonry that we're seeing right now in America? Yes, yes, it does. It's sort of It gives you cold comfort to know that. And it also gives you great comfort to know that our fight is, again, a spiritual one, an eternal one and one that we will win in the end. So march upright, be upstanding. Onward, Christian soldier. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. See ya.